Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. On the road still, traveling, but you know what? Always have time to share the Word of God. So once again, thanks for tuning into another episode of Relevance for Today, starting out January 2022 with some good kickstart, jumpstart messages. And in this one, I'm going to be sharing four or five different verses that I truly believe are great verses to get grounded in the Word of God to help you in your daily walk as we do something new in 2022, stepping up the plate as believers. Amen? At least that's what I plan on doing. And remember, one finger pointed at you, three pointed back at me whenever I'm pointing my finger. So everything that I talk about, as I've said before, if you're new to listening to my podcast or watching the podcast TV show, remember, whenever I share something, it's always meant for me as well. Sound good? Hey, blessings to you all. Met some great people in our travels, some wonderful people, been handing out some ministry cards and uh, had some folks praying for us. Had a gentleman today that was sharing Christian poetry with me. And some of you already know I'm stepping up my game with my writing and I'm already a, a book author, but to actually be able to dig in and write some poetry. I've dabbled here and there, but lately in the last couple of months, Holy Spirit's really been pouring out some some stuff on me. And I've been writing it out and really been enjoying it. But a gentleman today in a store walks up to me. He started sharing a couple things with me and I told him, praise God, that's a blessing. He shared how he could have died a couple years ago, which was a miracle. And they were going to put him in hospice. And he is 77 today. This happened when he was 75. Him and his wife believed for God's favor and a miracle. And it happened. And he was there to share that with me. And then he shared two Christian poems, not knowing anything about me, shared two Christian poems with me right there on the spot, recited them. It was beautiful. It was amazing. God is good. Divine appointments are so amazing. So very exciting times. You never know what's going to happen when you get out here and you talk to other people about the Lord and just show them, like I said, through our actions, people will pick up that you are a Christian or a follower of Jesus Christ, and they'll either be put off based on your behavior, or they'll want to come closer to find out more about you, know more about Jesus. Hey, this guy's a real person. As some people say, he's keeping it 100. He is 100% living the life out. So very important. And uh, it was truly a blessing. I just want to share that with you. Then I spoke to his wife who was running the cast register and it was, it was powerful. She shared her testimony. I told her how I'm a Christian podcaster and my wife and I have a podcast show and I've got two other shows. And she said she was blessed by talking with me. And I told her I was blessed by talking to her and her husband. And it was just loving on one another, complete strangers. But through Jesus Christ, 
and the Holy Spirit, we're all family. Amen? Same Holy Spirit dwelling within each one of us who asked Jesus Christ into our life. So very important. Hey, once again, I'm not in the studio. So if you notice, if you're listening by voice only, you'll notice my sound quality might be off a little bit. I apologize for that. But I wanted to still make sure I was doing some messages. And for those watching on video, hey, I'm in my son's Jeep. So <laughs> chilling out and doing that. And so here we go. We're going to jump right in. I've got some passages of scripture that I want to share with you to encourage you, to uplift you. And some of you have heard these scripture passages from me before. But hey, my goal is in January is to start us off with some relevance for today podcast shows that are really going to jumpstart us and get us going for this year. And uh, I really hope these touch you, these messages are touching you and helping you. And if they are, don't be afraid to send me a message. Let me know. Write it in the comments section. I love to hear from you folks. You know, if you want other people to join in on the conversation, write it in the comments section. Or if you just want to send me a private message, that's up to you. Either way, they're going to be on Instagram. Uh, the video is going to be on Kingdom Community TV. It's going to be on Facebook. Um, it'll also be on my website, relevanceforToday.org, as well as, like I said before, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and so forth. And of course, any podcast app. So with that being said, the first passage of scripture that I'm going to talk about is John 3, 16 and 17. And you all have heard it many times. You've all heard John 3, 16 many times. And of course, it's for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Woo! So I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. Okay. For God loves the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone, everyone, the murderer, everyone, the sinner, everyone, this sinner, everyone, that sinner, everyone. It does not matter. Everyone. Don't believe me? Look up the de definition of everyone. All of us. Okay? So that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And, of course, I love sharing 317 because it helps boost us and it also helps keep us in line. It also keeps us in check for those who think they're above the law, who think they're all that in a bag of chips. You know, the Christian who can point the finger, I'm going to go on a roll here. The Christian who's weighs 700 pounds because they love to eat too much, pointing their finger at someone who's smoking pointing their finger at someone else living in sin, pointing at someone who may be an alcoholic, drug addiction. It's funny, isn't it? Alcohol addiction, drug addiction, you can see it, you can smell it, you see it. But we all love to eat to a certain extent. So for some reason, gluttony, overeating, obesity gets swept under the rug. So... This is why I want to share 317, because many of us, including myself, need to get our butts in gear and lose some weight. 
And I will not be that Christian or that minister who will sit back and point my finger and say, you're an alcoholic, you're addicted to alcohol, you need to stop drinking or you're going to hell, right? And I'm sitting back eating a bucket of chicken every other day, right? Think about it, folks. When my buttons are about to pop on my suit coat as I'm standing up in front of a group of people preaching about what they need to do, and sweat's pouring off my face, and I'm out of shape, and I'm yelling at you, calling out sin. That's being hypocritical. We got to call it what it is. We all need to take better care of ourselves. You know, for those of you who are addicted to drugs, we pray you get the help you need. For those who are addicted to food, where you're eating several servings a meal three times a day, Get some help, too. We all need to take better care of ourselves in one way or another, mentally, physically, whatever it may be. So we have to be careful. So especially as believers, and this part is for believers, okay? Very important because it says right here, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. He came as a sacrificial lamb, the final sacrificial lamb. I've been um, I'm working on reading through the Bible and I'm on numbers now, just starting the book of numbers. But man, Leviticus, Exodus, they go through talking about sacrifices and what had to take place, the sin offerings and all the different things that had to be done in order for you to be forgiven for just that one thing. But Jesus came to save, to wipe the board clean, total forgiveness when you ask him into your life on everything you did. You don't have to keep sacrificing things. You focus on him. But the important part I wanted to share in that once again is God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. So whatever you were doing over the years, are you reaching people? You know, if you're an evangelist or if you're anyone who's a follower of Jesus Christ and you're trying to share the gospel by beating people up and smashing them and tearing them down and pointing your finger at them when you've got a big stick in your own eye, you need to reset and change some things around. Whatever you were doing before, it's not working, obviously. So think about it. Jesus wasn't sent to condemn the world, but so that the world will be saved through him. So let's be the vessels that can get people to the cross. Sound good? So a best way to do that, of course, is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And I've done studies on this before, very important, but we're starting off a new year. And I definitely want to make sure we include this in here because this is powerful. And that's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, because Jesus is love. God is love. What does that love look out look like? Here's what that love looks like. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, 
and endures through every circumstance. Put that in your notebook. Get yourself a little notebook. I've talked about this in the past. Go through some of my previous episodes. You will see where I talk about tools and equipment and things that you need to dedicate your life to Christ, to be a stronger follower. One of those things is getting a little notebook. Get that little notebook, put John 3, 16 and 17 in it. Put 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 in it. Put some powerful verses in it that you can pick it up, start your day off, whether you do a meditation, whether you do a devotion in the mornings, write your own devotion, get those verses put in there and remind yourself of things you need to think about for your daily walk. It's so very important, folks. Love. I even have to remind myself daily, love, love one another. Someone does you wrong. Someone hurts you feeling, your feelings. Love them. Correct them, yes. But still, do it in a loving way. It's so important. 2022, do something new. Try loving on people more. Okay? It doesn't mean love them to death and they go to hell because you didn't tell them anything about the Word of God. But at the same time, you can sure put some love mayonnaise on it when you're telling them, hey, listen. You're a drug addict. You're going to hell. How about, okay, let's find the core of this thing. Let's meet the person on their road, not on my terms, on their terms. Let's find out what's going on in their life. Let's pray with them. Let's pray for them. Let, let, let them know we love them instead of pointing the finger at them. Remember, when we've all been in sin, we all know what we're doing. We already know we're doing wrong. You already know it deep down inside. God created us so that you know your conscience is your guide. You will feel and know and feel that guilt. Should I return that cart? Oh my gosh, I didn't return the cart. I know I should have returned it. Something as simple as returning a shopping cart so the workers don't have to chase it down in the parking lot putting the cart where it belongs, dropping that paper on the floor, knowing it's on the floor and someone else has to clean it up. Little things like that. And then, of course, there's stealing, lying, cheating, all kinds of different things. But the bottom line is they already know they're sinning. You already know when you've done something wrong. So don't you don't want anybody beating you up over that, right? You want to hear something positive. You want to hear about the love of Jesus Christ. I want to hear that the person loves me, period. You know, I don't want to hear, Steve, what have you done? Look what you did again. I want to hear, Steve, first of all, I want you to know I love you. And then that sets my heart ablaze. And it's like, oh, because I know what God's word says in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 about love. So this person's going to be patient with me. They're going to be kind to me. They're going to be encouraging to me. I know where they're going now that they said they love me. So then it puts me in a different state. It puts them in a different state. And then the next thing you know, as they're loving on you, as the sinner, you're being loved on by an individual who you look up to and all you want them to do is love you. Then peace, comfort, then all those other things come into place. And then the person finally goes, the reason why I've been doing what I've been doing is because of this. And now I'm to the point where I can't stop. 
I love cake, I love cookies or whatever it is. Whenever I get upset and depressed, I eat, for example. Some of you know exactly what that is. I mean, it's happened to me in the past. You'll sit back and you'll be like, you know what, I'm an adult. I'm just going to eat donuts and cake. I'd normally eat two, but I'm going to eat four today. You know what? Why not? Because I can. And it makes me feel better. And you release those endorphins and you're just like, oh, man, I got a sugar buzz going, you know. But at the end of the day, once again, we know what we're doing wrong. That person knows what they're doing wrong. Come to them in love. 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 Very important. Remember this. Love never gives up never loses faith, is always hopeful, and love endures through every circumstance. So whatever that addiction is, whatever that sin is, love on them where they're at, work with them. As you love on them, you'll be able to tell them how you feel. Man, I love you so much, I don't want you to die. I love you so much, I don't want you to go to hell. I love you so much that I don't want to see you kill someone if you're drinking and driving or whatever it may be. I love you so much that I don't want to see you eat yourself to death because your arteries are a mess. You know what I mean? Whatever it might be, you'll get to that point where that love will be so powerful and so covering that that person will finally confide in you and share their heart with you. And when they do, you cry you embrace each other, you love on them, you let them know, hey, I'm here for you no matter what. And I definitely went on a rant. And obviously, we're starting off the new year. And this has to be said, because some of you are going through something. And you need to hear this today right out of my mouth. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, share it with them as well. But the bottom line is, I'm going to say it again. The system's been broken. The Christian system is hurting because we've been doing some things wrong. We've been coming out pointing fingers. We've been coming out, staying in our buildings all the time. It's time to get out. It's time for the world to see who Jesus Christ really is. It's time to show the love of Jesus Christ to our fellow man. The man on the street with no food. The mother with no children. I'm going to be sharing a passage of scripture here in a few minutes that talks about pure, unadulterated religion. It's so important, folks. We've got to love each other. And the way it looks right now, the way I'm going, this is definitely going to be a part one and part two. So I'm going to be in the vehicle again in the next episode because I'll be continuing on from this one. But this is so important. I'm stuck in the love passage. People need love. They need it. If you don't believe me, Go on a field trip one day. Just go down to a local store. Go to a local Walmart, whatever country you're in. Just walk around and look at people. But don't just look at them. Look at their spirit. Look at their soul. Look at their heart. As you see them, try to make eye contact. Say something to them. Hey, how are you doing today? And then when they say, oh, living the dream, or good, Say, no, no, no. How are you really doing? And then you take the time to sit there and you listen to what they have to say. I'm telling you right now, folks, there's people out there that need ministered to that are rubbing elbows with you every day and you have no idea. 
I have no idea. Trust me, we've all had people who've committed suicide in in our lives that we knew that we did not have a clue that they were in such disarray, in such stress. We had no idea until the day we got the message that they took their life. Are you thinking about taking your life? Well, I'm telling you right now, I love you. I don't want you to take your life. First of all, you're being lied to by the enemy. The spirit of suicide, that one that tells you you're no good, no one loves you, nobody cares about you, the world will be better off without you. If you die, the insurance money will take care of the family. No one loves you. All those are lies from hell. You don't deserve to be loved. You know what I'm saying. Some of you, I'm talking to you right now. You know what I'm talking about. And my voice is getting raised up because I love you. I don't want to see another person take their life because they've been lied to. You hear me? You are cared about. There's no matter what you are going through, no matter what you've done, love, love endures through every circumstance. Get around some people who love you. Realize that you're loved. So many people have swallowed the pill of lies from the enemy, thought they were worth nothing, thought that no one loved them. They've taken their life and then they've left behind a broken family, destroyed a family, because that family on that day from now on, and some of you, I'm so sorry that you have to go through this, but on that very day that the individual decided to take their life, they have to remember that and play that through their mind every single year. Every time they go into a certain room, every time they go past a certain neighborhood or wherever the person took their life. You need to know in 2022, you are cared for, you are cared about. I'm a complete stranger to you, but I have Jesus Christ in my life. I have the Holy Spirit within me. And I'm here to tell you, I love you. And I know many people just like me that love you and care about you and just want you to say, help, help me. I'm thinking about taking my own life. You know, not the people who get on and just say it just to be saying it. We're talking about the individuals who really will take their own life, believing that they're not loved. You know who you are because you don't say a word to anybody. Nobody knows what you were going through. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You know the saying, sorry, not sorry. This podcast is now directed at the people who are depressed and stressed so much that they feel like they need to take their own life. And that's, hey, that's why I talked about John 3, 16 and 17. And that's why I'm on 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, the love passages. Love them. If you know someone who's going through hell, Love them. You have no idea how badly they're hurting. You have no idea how badly that person addicted to drugs is. You have no idea how bad that person who's addicted to food. We don't know what they're going through. All we know is they're using something, they're putting something in their body that's going to kill them. And even if it's not that situation, and it's bills and finances and money and relationships, 
and affairs and all kinds of crazy stuff. Whatever it is, you need to know killing yourself, destroying your life, you are robbing the rest of us. I don't know you yet, but you're robbing me of a possible friendship. Maybe I'm supposed to meet you years down the road. Who knows? Maybe my wife and I are supposed to meet you and we're going to have you on the show or something, but we'll never know if you take your life. Who's to say you're not going to speak to the nations? Who's to say you're not going to speak to thousands of people about how to stay alive? But if you take your life, you've robbed everybody. You've robbed your children. You've robbed your spouses. You've robbed your parents. You've robbed strangers that have thought the world of you, but they've been scared to speak to you. There's so many people that end up getting involved in this after the fact. It's hurtful. It's heartbreaking. It's so sad. We need to step up in 2022. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we've got to do more than just think about ourselves and think about going to service on Sunday mornings or whatever we do as a group and then live the rest of our lives the way we want to. We've got to start thinking Christ-like living in 2022. Does that make sense, folks? That's my plea today. Um, I'll be continuing on with the part two because once I hit that note, I mean, hey, this, that's what's cool about doing podcast shows, doing the TV show, is that allow the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me. And if we go off on a tangent about something, that's okay because, you know, we're up to 175 episodes and we're able to talk about different things. Sometimes we're talking about the same thing but at the same time, it doesn't make a difference. We're talking about the love of Jesus Christ. We're talking about brothers and sisters stepping up to the plate and being who God called them to be so we don't lose another soul. People don't need to be alone. Please, we all have time. We all have time to play on our gadgets. We have time to play Xbox. We have time to play on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. YouTube. We have time to watch funny videos. We have all this time to do these things. How about if we took 20 minutes or 30 minutes out of our day to speak to someone, to let someone know we cared about them, to let a stranger know, to listen to a stranger, to just talk to them, to give hope and positive vibes. Sound good? All right. Well, I guess that's where we're going with this. This is a way to start your day. Lord, show me someone who's hurting. Lord, show me someone who's on the end of their rope that needs hope. You know, pray those things and really mean it. And God can open up doors. I'm telling you, he can open up doors. He, you'll be in the right place at the right time. Divine appointments, divine connections. Sound good? Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this message today. I thank you for sending Jesus Christ down to save us. I thank you for the love that you've shown us. We thank you for love. We thank you for forgiveness. We thank you for your grace. But Heavenly Father, we pray right now, pray right now for wisdom, for strength. Pray right now for men and women of all ages to rise up, including me, 
to rise up and be who you've called us to be, to be those vessels in this dark world, to be the hope that people need in their lives. So, Lord, I just thank you. We pray for all those that are hurting and suffering. We pray for all those that are listening to the spirit of depression, this, this, the spirit of suicide, that they will not listen to that spirit as it tries to take them out, Lord, that they will think of the family members being left behind. They'll think of their children. They'll think of their spouses, their boyfriends, their girlfriends. They'll think of the other half of their life as being a new journey and starting over fresh. They'll think of their parents and they won't do harm to themselves. Lord, we pray for all the organizations out there that are doing something to reach all those folks who are addicted to different things, all those folks who are living in sin and know it, and all those organizations and ministries that are out there helping them. We pray for them as well, for the help they need to be able to continue to do what they're doing. We pray for wisdom. We pray for courage. We pray for strength to be able to speak to strangers no matter what. And Lord, we just thank you for all these things. I thank you for all my listeners and watchers. Bless them, protect them, and keep them safe. And we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Hey, what a whirlwind message. Talking about the love, talking about following Jesus Christ, talking about salvation, talked about sin, suicide, love, love, and more love. Love endures through every circumstance, no matter what parents, you're dealing with situations with your children, love them. And look at the sun rays coming in. Man, that's awesome. Love. That's it. L-O-V-E, love. Sound good? Hey, subscribe. You know the deal. It's all on the screen. Hey, look forward to connecting with you all. Love you all. Thanks for tuning in as always. Take care of yourselves. Part two, coming to you soon. Blessings to all of you. Love you. Take care of yourselves. Hey, Dad, love you in Missouri. Sis, love you. Sis in Kansas, love you. Brother in Maryland, love all you guys, all our friends and family on both sides of the border. Hey, thank you all for tuning in as well. Take care of yourselves. Love you. Peace.